What's going on, everyone? How you doing? This is JT, and we are here for another rendition of The Human Door, which again is powered by Yasagara. And over to my left, of course, I cannot do this without my lovely wife over here, Shayna. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) JB. Producer extraordinaire, Mr. Josh Box. What's Live going in the on? flesh, loving, loving it at Cosmo Nights. Loving it at Cosmo Nights, thirty-three, thirty-eight, North Illinois. Illinois. We here every Wednesday. <laughs> every Wednesday we here. This is the place. This is the place to, to be. be. Absolutely. No wait, no place I'd rather be. Y'all. No place I'd rather be. <laughs> and and everybody that's listening, that voice is it came from um, our guest today. Um, we have a very special member here to the human door, and uh, he is going to talk about what he's getting ready to do for the state of Indiana. Lamont Dean. We have Mr. Lamont Dean, who is going to be the future governor of the state of Indiana. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, John? What's up, world? What's up, great people of the galaxy? Y'all already know who this is. It's your man, Lamont, the Naptown King, a.k.a. your future governor. Wow. Governor. That's you know I never knew a governor could have an AKA. That is like we we have one now. AKA Lamont Gideon of LGD Speaks LLC and raise the roof. Raise the roof. See that's what we need. We need some politicians who can raise the roof. All right, now before we get started, of course, we go go around the horn and let everybody know that's listening what we're smoking because, of course, this show is about what the cigars do and it brings us all together uh, here at the Human Door. So I'm going to start off and let everybody know I am smoking a Kristoff, the pissed off Kristoff. I love the name of that cigar. Um, this bad boy is made with uh, Indonesian tobacco and also a little bit of Nicaraguan f- uh, filler in there. It is fantastic, and I'm loving it to death. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she just came into that. It's like, wow. <laughs> Sound bite. <laughs> well, of course, I'm finishing off my unholy cocktail. Yeah, she loves that diesel. And that's a diesel unholy cocktail. Which is also made by uh, AJ Fernandez himself. Yes. <laughs> I've got an AJ Fernandez version. It's called the Argentina. The Argentine? Yeah, Argentina, I believe, and it's a it's a it's a full flavor. Full body. Full body. Strong. Flavor. Yeah, very strong. Last one I had, it made me sweat. Made you sweat. So I'm getting ready to light one like up. Like a little we'll, hot we'll, sauce. <laughs> we'll see if it makes <laughs> the producer sweat. Get the producer sweating over there. All <laughs> right. Man, I am a virgin to this, but I appreciate John and Michelle they have blessed me with the, I think, is it the Connecticut? It's a Connecticut. The- yeah, it looks like a Connecticut. We got you there. That looks like the uh, the shade. Is that uh, has like a crown on the there? Cr- yes, sir. Yep, that's yes, the sir. undercrown shade. Very good cigar. Uh, com- uh, Connecticut wrap, nice and mellow uh, for mild. your very first smoke. Man, touching touching the virgin. You though. digging touching it? Touching the virgin. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, sir. It goes well with the cognac. <laughs> Absolutely. We got a cognac you got there. Uh, 
got the got the Hennessy and Coke. No, no, actually, I had the Hennessy and Coke earlier. This is the uh, seventeen thirty. Seventeen. Okay, yes, you went up there. Yeah, you know, a little special. Uh, you know? See, that's that's how you raise in the roof because of that <laughs> stuff right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start calling you Governor Dean right now because see, you got to say these things. You got to put it in your mind. You know, the more you say it, the more you start to believe in it. So I'm going to sit up here. I'm going to call you Governor. Is that cool? Oh, man, that's all right with me. <laughs> all see, right. That, that's a part of my mantra. We got we got the governor here, Governor man, Dean. Man, I, I got I to share the quick story because. Yeah, you got to do that. Well, we, we, we had the opportunity. To meet today, Lamont and I met at a at a like a coffee shop mm. briefly. The, the rise and roll. The rise and roll. We were able to fit in uh, much shorter than I wanted to, but we both had different things we had to get onto. But but uh, just the time that we had to sit down and talk, mm-hmm. and I knew first of all you're the real deal. Oh, uh, you, you're you're a great man with great vision and great purpose, and and I know that uh, I'm like man, I got to introduce you to John and Shana. Is there any way you could come this evening? And he said, let me see if I can move some things around. Man, I'm so glad that you moved some things around so you can sit down with us, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling like misty-eyed right now. You know, like you could actually see a tear if it wasn't so dark outside. So tell me a little bit about um, the passion. Like, you know, uh, Josh was just mentioning that you, you got some things going on. I know you want to uh, run for governor. Yes, sir. And uh, tell me a little bit about that. Like, how did you get started into politics? Man, uh, this started, man, even from my teenage years, man, just volunteering for the Honorable. And I'll say it again for everybody that's tuning into this fine show here at Cosmopolitan Night. This started with uh, me volunteering for the Honorable Julia Carson, man, back in the day. Okay. Um, If it wasn't for Julia Carson doing... what she promised the people to do, man. Um, that's my campaign, Team Dean 2020. And it's going to be, even if it's 2024, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, John? Absolutely. Right, and so my campaign slogan is uh, Team Dean 2020, man, restoring power to the people. And that's what Julia Carson did, man. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have even seen my dad, man, mm-hmm. my biological father. Okay. And because of politicians like that that actually held true and lived their creed, that's why I'm here today, man. I want to restore power to the people with no compromise. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, since you said that, uh, how is it that you go about uh, restoring power to the people? How do you do that? Man, I'm glad you asked. Well, uh, I do my best to uplift and challenge the people, man, and empower them. Um, I have my book, Hashtag Back to the Future, out right now. Um, and uh, Congressman Andre Carson even allowed me to uh, publish a quote from him. Uh, he said that uh, Pastor Dean proved that he's the real thing. And if you're into reads that are empowering you spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, educationally, and financially, that's how I restore power to the people by helping them to help themselves, teaching right. them that the government don't depend. Yeah, I'm going to be the governor. I received that. Uh, I like that title, Governor Dean. That sounds good coming from <laughs> The governor. But... Uh, on a serious note, man, just educating, enlightening, uplifting, and giving them the tools that they need to practically apply themselves daily. They can add it to them lives. Like, I literally met uh, Josh, man, and I love him, man. Um, and I can say to him, man, you don't even know me. Somebody said that online. How can you say you love me? Well, people say that they hate you and they don't know you, so why can't I love you <laughs> right. and not know you, right? Absolutely. And so I take that mantra, man. My mantra is the three M's. I've been pl- applying this for over 20-something years now. And I'm getting better at it. And those three M's are, the three M's are mindset, manifests, matter. Okay. In other words, your mindset will manifest the reality that you create. 
I want to restore power to the people by uplifting them, educating them, and helping them to help themselves. So when they become my age or even younger, my job is to cut their time in half and help them stand on all ten toes, flat-footed and firm, and reach back and not do everything, but empower people as much as you can with your gifts, your talents, and your tools to uplift you, to enlighten you, to educate you on things that you might not be so privy to. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been fortunate enough to do that, man, been contracted out by the BSAs, uh, Boy Scouts of America. I've been contracted out by uh, Integrity Staff and a lot of different organizations. Uh, and I've been blessed and fortunate enough to do what we call our Black Wealth Building Solutions mm-hmm. training, um, not seminars, because anybody uh, you know, with a great intellect or a great mind and the, the intelligence and the know-how can do a seminar. But we go a little bit beyond that, John. Right. We actually give you practical information that if you're up to it, because I'm going to positively annoy you. You sign up for my training. Um, you know, you're going to get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. I, I challenge you to be the best version of you. And I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to let up on you. My staff, my team, and I, uh, brother Davey is taping it. Uh, shout out to sh- uh, Sister Christina Kinney. Uh, Miss Christina Kinney um, helps me do a lot. Um, uh, Chris Summers, um, Davey Bryant. Um, he's here tonight. Um, Jasmine uh, that that coordinates all my emails, man. Because I realize we can't do this ourselves. No, and, right. And I just I challenge people to be. Um, and somebody told me this a long time ago, and it stuck with me because uh, they said it in a way that it didn't even bother me. They was like, man, do you know what you do? They was like, they was like, dude, you, ma-, and they used a choice, uh, a better choice of words. They was like, you actually manipulate or push people to their greatness. I was like, what do you mean by that? Break that down. They was like, dude, you positively annoy people and challenge people and hold people at their word and challenge them and bring out, and, and I've paid attention to that since they brought that to my attention. I, I literally have, and all praise, I, I don't want to offend anybody, and if I do, uh, I'm not asking for permission. I'm just asking for forgiveness. Right. I give all praise to God for being able to hone my gift, and my gift is to bring out the best in you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I do that by challenging you, understanding who you are, where you are as a person, whether you're 5 or you're 55. I've been able to mentor people that are 20, 30 years older than me, and I'm like, wait a minute, that taught me a lot. I'm like, wait, you've been on this planet. A tad bit, I don't want to offend them, so I'll be like, a tad bit, not that much. <laughs> you know what I mean, Just A tad bit longer than I have. And it's like, Isn't that something, the politicians that, that don't want to offend anybody? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yo, uh, what can you learn from a, a young peanut head cat like myself at 39 going on 40 this Friday, August the 21st, right? And uh, I've watched people, and they've trusted me literally with their lives. And mm-hmm. so I don't take that for granted because uh, shout out to my mom, uh, Queen Barbara Dean, uh, Man, she's born and raised in St. Louis. And so with her being mm-hmm. from the Show Me State, you know, as much as uh, Lamont Dean or LG Dean speaks, you know, LGD speaks like to talk about it, I also have that balance of we're not just going to talk about it. We're going to be about it. We're going to execute. We're going to put together a plan, and we're going to execute it. And daily, don't get frustrated. I'm still here with you. I still got your back. I still got, you know, right here by your side, me and my crew. We don't just take your money or let you sign up for a class and give you a class and let you be about your way. Even after the class and after your certification and you receive everything you need, we're mm-hmm. still here for you to guide you to, through what it is that you might need some help or assistance with because no one person knows it all. Right. Um, and I'll tell you a story why. Um, when people go through uh, Raise the Rules Core 4, we call it our Core 4 or our ABCDs, that's because I take my ethnicity, this African-American, Blackfoot native, Caucasian. Everybody like, bro, you melanated. You're melanated, man. You're a brother. You're not Caucasian. <laughs> Listen, y'all. 
uh, and Dominican. That's our ABCDs, right? African American, Blackfoot, Native, Caucasian, and Dominican. Or for a more better term for Caucasian, German, Irish. My grandmother would, my, and my aunt used to tease me, God rest her soul. She's the only one, John, of my mother's brothers and sisters. She's my oldest aunt. Uh, my uncle's the oldest. My mom's the oldest girl, but my, my aunt was my oldest aunt. Right. And uh, they were born in St. Louis, and she would tell me, boy, you got it. I'm like, what you mean, auntie? She'd be like, boy, stick with it. Like, yo, you the man, you the truth, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, auntie, don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> she was like, no, seriously, you got it. Because um, I, I kind of, uh, uh, before I learned how to embrace my ethnicity, uh, I wasn't embarrassed about it, but I told Josh's story earlier. Man, I was seven years old. Uh that was the first time I really didn't know, but I experienced what we call in this country racism. And it blew my mind because uh, I have this, uh, my auntie used to tease me, God rest her soul. She'd be like, yeah, you're going to be like your dad. You're going to marry one of you, these cute old Europeans. My auntie don't like to say white women, so she would say these European European. Sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. European. And uh, she'd be like, you know, you're going you're gonna to do that. She's like, you're going to be like your father. Um, but I embarrassed my mom, my dad, and his wife, and my granny, God rest her soul now, uh, beautiful uh, for, and I say a, 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 a lack of uh, words, not a better choice of word, but for a lack of word, uh, white woman, because I was 16 at Tech High School getting my varsity letter, and I'm at my varsity banquet. And I'll tie the seven-year-old experience with my 16-year-old experience. I'm lost at Kmart out on West Washington Street. It used to be a Dunkin' Donuts across the street. My older cousins was gone to the Dunkin' Donuts, and we're all in uh, Kmart. And mom said she used to listen to Michael Jackson. Shout out to King MJ, God rest his soul, when she was pregnant with me. So I knew Michael Jackson's voice. So my brother uh, sat me in this night. He was in Dukes of Hazzard. He was in General Lee. I was in the Knight Rider car. <laughs> and for all you spoiled kids out there, our parents that know their kids are spoiled. See, y'all kids and our kids got to grow up with real cars to practice called Power Wheels. We had these Knight Rider, big, nice, boisterous cars and bold cars, but we still had to pedal them like big wheels. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so check this out, John. First, uh, first experience at seven years old, man, I got lost in Kmart, and then my brother cut out on me, but I heard Michael Jackson. I'm like, yo, I know Mike. I'm going to I got to find Mike. And I get to this little bitty Disney TV, and I'm like, I hear Michael Jackson, but that's not Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> and I'm like this seven-year-old kid. I'm like, yeah. This is like, no, and I couldn't find my brother. So this lady grabs me. And then she takes me to the front of the store, and this man pages uh, to the parents or guardians of Lamont Dean or Lamont Chidine. Can they please come up? And here it is, this, uh, like I said, for a lack of choice of words, because uh, I fight to break down the, the BS that the media and people put to keep us divided. Here's this little beautiful, uh, pale-skinned brunette. Oh, long, beautiful. I miss my granny's hair. Long, beautiful brunette hair. And by the way, she made the best country fried steak. <laughs> country fried with the white gravy on it. And so I'm reaching out to her, and I'm crying, and I'm like, the guy's not giving me to my grandmother, big bro. And so my sister comes up. She's a little bit more light, lighter, fair skins with the waves, the, the, that, that Dominican, like my dad, hair wavy to the back. And uh, I'm reaching out. My sister, like, and she hates when I tell this story uh, when she comes to church and visits. She lives in Houston now. She moved to Houston recently. And she's like, boy, if you don't stop telling that story. <laughs> I was like, sis, I got to be honest. I'm supposed to, the, the Bible said I'm supposed to lead them and guide them to all truth, right? Not right. some. Not some, partial, but not all half. truth. Absolutely. Everything on the table. Now, the, the funny part is this. Wait. The funny part is this. I don't know if you caught this. I, but. I think I did. Most people, when they get lost, they look for the North Star. He listened to Michael Jackson in order for him to find his way. <laughs> hey, MJ led the way. It's the moonlight. That is hilarious. Poaching in the dark. <laughs> and I'm screaming in the dark. I'm like, yo, where's my granny at? Where's my sister? And so 
like I reach out and my sister's like, if you don't give that, excuse me, y'all, they didn't, yeah, I know I'm a pastor. Oh, well, I'm still a man. They was like, if you don't, and that's why she don't like me telling the story in the church. And I'd be like, excuse me, saints, but verbatimly, this is what my, that lady sitting right there visiting. That's my sister. She's the oldest. I'm the youngest. And this is what she said. She'd be like, don't you tell that story, boy. <laughs> She's like, if you don't give this boy to his damn grandmother, didn't you page the parents and guardians or, or guardians of Lamont Dean? And the dude was like, yeah. She was like, that's his grandmother. He was looking like, okay, she's white. He's black. And I was like, it hit me. I was like, what? Didn't know. She's yeah. white. He's. I was like, yo, my, my, my dad, my granddaddy put my dad in her. She popped my daddy out. My daddy popped me out. I don't understand this white and black schematic, right? Like, I'm just real talk for the people that know me. They're like, yo, Dean, you always take it there. But really, let's But, just, but isn't that a shame, though, that... Bro, that's it, how the world is. I mean, we, I we are uh, uh, divided because of the, the color of our skin instead of the content, you know, uh, of who we are as people. First you know what I mean? That's, it, it, it really boggles my mind. So I've been fighting in since uh, I've been yeah. fighting in. Like, and when she does that, like, and I hope you're listening or watching on Facebook, big sis, but it, it, I'm telling on you. Yeah. She's like, if you don't give this boy to his damn grandmother. And then, so fast forward to 16, I'm getting my varsity Letter at Tech High School. I played some varsity football. Got moved up, so I'm, you know, got a little stick my chest out a little bit. I uh, went from five two to five ten my my uh, freshman year, sophomore year, and, and got a little growth spurt. That growth spurt. Got a little man in me. There you go. I couldn't touch the nets. Came back dunking on varsity. <laughs> couple couple chest hairs. You know, voice got a little deeper. I, mean, I don't know about chest. Look, look. <laughs> people that's watching me live right now, listen. All this peach fuzz budge at thirty nine going on forty and eyebrows. Hey, like, look, look, the look. most facial hair you see is eyebrows. Hey, brother. look, I got five chest hairs, man, and three of them is gray. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I know all about it. Now it messed me up, man. My my uh, uh real quick, my, my friend D'Angelo, we got into a fight for no reason because he said he's like, yo, yeah, look, Dean grandmother straight up whiter than the whitest white. I'm like, what? Like what? I, and I wasn't provoking him. I was like, what? I didn't catch it. Like, say that again, bro. He's like, yo, man, we didn't know your granny was whiter than the whitest white. And I, again, I don't believe my mother taught me, even to the day. I teach kids, there's no such thing as white people or black people that doesn't exist. That was made up. Racial mm -hmm. class was made up in America. Yeah. And so my ploy as governor uh, to back up my fight in, uh, at 16. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you one thing you can do once you become governor. You make them take that off of people's work, uh, their, the their applications. applications. There you, know you know go. I mean? That's my ploy. Make I them don't take <laughs> it off the application because why does that matter? It, and it doesn't. It's supposed to be voluntary, John. Um, they say it's voluntary information. Uh, if you're black, we, we don't care about your sex, your age, your race, or sexual orientation. Oh, if you don't, then. So why are you asking? You feel me? Like, exactly. All I need to know is, and I, don't, I know I can't change until I become president, if that's God's will. If not, I live only to serve God, right? But God's will is for me to change the great state of, look, and I say again, the great state of Indiana. We have to rebuild. Listen, all I need to know is, is if he or she is the man or woman for the job. Right. If not, you know, then they don't need to know about that other stuff. Now, we do need to know about our veteran status because mm -hmm. we will honor our veterans. These people have fought so that I can sit at a desk. Right. They've dodged bullets so I can play football right. in college and high right. school, you know. And it's like honor them. But. Listen, if he's the man or the woman for the job, give them the job. All the other hogwash don't even matter, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like I'm telling my age, talking about hogwash. Well, you already told your age. You said you was 39. 39. Right? 30, 40 here now, this Saturday. Friday. Oh, Friday. Friday. Well, well, let me go go hit that for just a moment. Now, yes, with you being 39, um, and, and you and you come up to people and you let them know, hey, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I want to run for governor. Like, how do people take that from you, being the age that you are? Well, uh, 
it was more welcoming and receptive than I thought, actually. And I expect big people that know me. I, I dream big. I, I dream so big that I have to become what I, I desire. And uh, it was very uh, teeter-totterish. But when I announced it February the 4th at the state capitol, they allowed me to do the prayer over the uh, Indiana House of Representatives luncheon, the annual luncheon. And I announced in uh, February the 4th of this year after a 40-day fast that um, I believe that I'm led to run for governor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, there was this cat, man, with this sign. He made it up real quick. He was like, rednecks for Governor Dean. I was like, whoa, that's love, bro. Like, whoa. Yeah, it, it, it just messed me up because I was like, yo, like, I really want to. And I, I did it right in front of the current governor's office, mm-hmm. governor, who's an awesome guy. I'm, you know I mean? I don't care whether you're, uh, and that's what people don't like about me. I don't care whether you're Democratic or Republic. I don't care whether you're this made-up racial class in America, white and black and Asian and Love this guy. whatever, mm-hmm. man. It's like, okay, so I was born in the United States, right? Then I'm an American, bro. Stop it. Like, I, I have the right and the privilege and the God-given right within this Constitution to run for any local office. Right. And so it was it was kind of receptive. And so to my knowledge, I don't want to lie because we haven't got the number and turned all of them in yet, but COVID shut me down, but we were up to 22. I thought it was 29. I got the correct numbers, 22,962, and I only needed 44,985, and I was scaring them shitless. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse my expression, I just want to be authentically me. Because they were like, this, That's is the, okay. this, is, this is the humidor. Yeah, you can say shitless. <laughs> like, who is this kid? <laughs> man, you know what Keeping I mean? it real. Authentically, Absolutely. man. My mother said that, um, and I put it in her book. She now owns it. And she said, little boy, you something else. What are you up to? I handed her some slips from the, I want to say this right, uh, the U.S. Copyright Office in Washington, D.C. So it, it's now in the Library of Congress that... Barbara and Dean, I don't, I didn't. They like, yo, you're only 39. Where are you getting all this wisdom from? I'm like, yo, my queen is 68. My dad is 73. Mm-hmm. Yo, he was born in the 40s. He's from a. I'll be telling the young people that I was born in 1980, so I'm from a different time. Yo, my dad and my queen are from a different time in this planet. So I, that's where I get the wisdom from. My uncle, he's a Marine Corps veteran. Right. I get my uncles are, you know, my aunts are National Guard and Army, uh, you know, veterans. Like I get the wisdom from them, and it's like, yo, like. I own, or my mom owns now, a quote in my book and in the the U.S. Copyright Office in Washington, D.C., bro. And it says this, and I stand on it, and I live by it since I was seven years old, and that messed me up Mm because they wouldn't give me to my grandmother, right? There's only, and I'm going to quote this verbatim because that's what it is. My mother told me, don't you ever, little boy, she said, when I leave this planet, if I leave this planet before you get of age, and even when I do leave this planet, don't you ever get caught up in the hoopla and the BS. This powerful woman of God told me that. Don't you ever get caught up in the BS and the hoopla that the media does to divide and conquer because they have jobs too. As great as they are, they still have an agenda to follow from their bosses. Absolutely. Here's what you do. I said, what, Mommy? I don't understand. It was frustrating. Granny, they wouldn't give me the granny. They gave me to my sister, and, and she handed me the granny. She's like, listen, I'm going to tell you once, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you again. She said, I'm not going to talk about it. You're going to be about it. She said, there's only one race of people on God's good humor, verbatim, comma. That's the human race. Mm-hmm. Anything outside of that is insignificant or irrelevant. Right. And, and I've said that plenty of times, you know, on this show that um, that we're all one race. We just have different cultures. And don't brothers and sisters fight? I was like, do you know why we fighting the Russians and the Asians? Those are, those are our brothers. Like, right. trust me, I know I'm the youngest of six. I didn't set them up and got them in trouble a lot of times. <laughs> so well, um. I know at this particular juncture in politics, um, it's definitely have a, um, a bad stigma um, at this moment. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm like real, really versed on, on politics, but yes, sir. what do you tell someone that has like kind of like had it up to here with the two party system? 
Um, I mean, you have you know your conservatives, and then you have your uh, your liberals, and it, and it seems like nothing is being done for the sake of the people, regardless on who is in power. Yeah. Like, what do you tell you know the the, the voters um, uh, when they feel that way? Okay, real talk. Can I can I? Answer that. But, oh, but most be, definitely. You know, as they say, because they say I'm a politician now, and I'm like, I guess we all are. Whether mm-hmm. like I don't do politics, I don't get involved. I'd be like, look, politics. You're involved in politics, whether you participate or not. And what I tell people is, because I've been fed up, and that's why I desire to run. Uh, it's not the only reason, but I want to change the dynamics and rebuild it because I don't care whether you're Democratic or Republican. My slogan, "Restoring Power to the People," is just that. Listen. We have to let people know, like, listen, it doesn't matter whether you're liberal or, listen, what is beneficial, what is healthy, what is the most overall beneficial thing that we can do for the people? Because people are fed up. So how do we get that back? We get that back by being authentic, by being completely, authentically, transparently ourselves. Like, make, like, come on, man. Okay, yeah. I want to make change, but the change is going to come if we work together. Right. And I have a I have a saying that I've been applying to my life, and I'm teaching. I'm, I think I'm going to do. I'm going to get with Josh and, and JC and my my crew to do. But the but podcast. see that that's where the problem lies. Change it, it does happen, you know, from from all of us. Yes, sir. But it also has to start from within. Absolutely. Because if if a person is not willing to change from within. How do you expect them to come together? You know, they'll have uh, to do. They'll have to do what I do for for that particular change. When ego meets, I want everybody to hear this and hear me clearly because um, I did my research when Josh was telling me about it, and I didn't know that people was following y'all like that, and that's why I'm choosing to not carefully but cautiously and respectfully speak. Here's how you change that, because true change only starts within. Tupac said that the greatest weapon is not these pistols and these AR, you know, uh, 15s and stuff that we We're going to have a governor that's going to quote Tupac. (laughs) We have. I'm voting right now. (laughs) (laughs) My man, listen, I've never done this yet, but I hope, look, I'm going to do it live. I hope I can get your voting count on it. Ooh, first time for everything, so I just did that. Y'all heard your governor, your future governor, right? That is what I'm talking about. But it's when ego meets actuality. Look, ego is who Lamont Gideon wants you to think. I want you to think who you think I am. But my Mm -hmm. actuality and my real self said, nah, bro. This is who you are. You're this educated man. You have your, your license or name pastor. You have your little 4.0. Forgive me for saying little because I come from IU. So you have a 4.0 from Vincennes, and you got accepted into, you know, IU Kelly School of Business. So you got that. So you're not just this dumb country backyard preacher. You have a blessed balance from both worlds, and you can take that and that infusion, and you can show people, yeah, that's who they think Lamont is, but no, 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 bro. Here's Lamont right here with the people, my my job and my desire, and I'm a man, I'm willing to, I don't want to, but I'm willing to stake and lose my life and put my life, time, and energy, and I say this before my beauty, before my queen, I'm, I'm willing to put my life on the line to see realistic change, and we do that by putting your ego out of the way, sitting your ego aside, and let's deal with when ego meets actuality. Mm-hmm. Here's who I really am. Guys, here's what the people really need. Okay. Are we going to do that or not? If not, then don't vote us in. Period. Okay, right. That's, that's kind of strong to say, right? Right. Now, 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 let me ask you this. Now, um, you said in uh, a few minutes ago um, that you wanted people to empower themselves and not necessarily, you know, rely on the government. Um, which party did you think 
uses that ideology? Would you think it would be the more liberal or or conservative? Man, you know, to be honest and to be fair, because some people would give you a politician answer, I believe that some of the specificity comes from both parties. I draw the idealism from both. Mm -hmm. Some of them have good qualities in this. So area. you're not like far to this side or far to that side. So you're more like in the middle with your ideologies between being liberal and also um, conservative. Yes, sir. Yeah, I had to, you know, because a lot of people don't take time to think in the mm -hmm. process before I process that properly. Yes, sir. I have a Democratic heart with a Republican uh, execution. Absolutely. You've got my vote. Because <laughs> people don't understand that where the Republican Party came from, where it derived from. Republicans came from a lot of African Americans that were fed up with the uh, people don't know, like, like where a lot of things right. in our country, like the Democratic Party. Uh, inscribed and empowered the Ku Klux Klan. Right, and a um, lot of people don't know that. Yeah, right. the Democratic Party, actually. I know it's a majority of uh, African-American or melanated people in the in the Democratic Party now. But, now, right. Right, but, 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 man, look, they're still talking about that, what happened in 1899 in South Carolina. That's not a hush-hush thing. Mm -hmm. It's still a, you know, and so I take my ideology, ideology from life experience, mm -hmm. first and foremost, and watching both parties and how they collectively came together. Because if people... Uh, remember when I was a, a tadpole when I was a quick young lad <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton actually passed something that I want to do um, and that I'm pushing look and if if you guys are listening to me you politicians that are already empowered I need y'all to work with me to to create universal health care mm -hmm. in the state of Indiana why should me being the governor I have all this access to dentistry and, and health care and you know vision care and my constituents are the people that I represent. And being governor, that means I represent the entire state of Indiana. Okay. Why don't we have See, universal care? See, I was going to ask that question, like, like why governor? So Because I don't know, it, have you ever, like, held office, political office, um, before you decide to, you want to run for governor? Oh. Like, is there any particular type of levels? Like, you know, maybe you want to be uh, maybe a mayor or, or a councilman or like uh, a district representative. You're just going straight to being the governor. Straight to the top because I've helped <laughs> some of the mayors. Our current mayor, uh, Joe Hawk, said I've helped him campaign uh, back in 2014-15, his first campaign, second campaign. Um, I've helped uh, city county councilmen get in. To, like I've helped them because I believed in their vision and what it is that they lived, not what they and I know it sounds weird to people because people don't know how to separate the dynamic or the distinction between the two. I support the candidates that I supported, whether Republican or Democratic, because I don't get caught up in that, because of their life. Mm -hmm. Not your campaign, bro. I, I support you because of the lifestyle that you lived before you decided to campaign. Is that, am I making sense? Right. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, right. And that's why I run on it, man. I, I've helped the governor. I, the current governor, Eric Holcomb, has gave me two awards back-to-back -back for the Boy Scouts of America, which I found out the first time I got invited. In 2018, I received an award for what I do with youth and families around the entire state, not just Indianapolis, but South Bend. I got students in South Bend, uh, students that graduated from uh, Newcastle High School, middle school, went into Newcastle High School, got a Marine Corps, uh, Mr. Jay Wright, uh, Jonathan Wright. Uh, Michaela, uh, like a lot of students man, around the state of Indiana, I'm like, Raise the Roof not only touches people in, in the Midwestern region and stuff, and in St. Louis and Detroit, Southfield, Oak Park, Michigan, Cincinnati, Dayton, Ohio, uh, right here in home, Naptown, or mm -hmm. AKA Indianapolis, Indiana, the capital, 
Uh, we touch people, man, and and I got students in Pike High School, North Central. My son, man, this dude towers over me. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, you're hype, big bro. And people are like, dude, how do you get this jolly green giant to say yes sir, no sir? <laughs> this dude can knock you out. I'll be like, yo, he got that black belt in Taekwondo. Cause I said, cause of me, I am the father. Like, right. I, I don't, Absolutely. I, 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 Star Wars, man. Oh, <laughs> you are my son. I am your father. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's because of people's lifestyle. And I do my best, man, to be an open book. No fakes, no facades, no gimmicks. All God and God body. And I don't uh, BS since we got the queen back at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, say bogus stuff, young people, if your parents are letting you listen. Because, uh, like I said, you guys are followed, man. You have a well following. So I appreciate, first and foremost, the invite on this platform tonight because you guys don't bullshit the people. No. Yeah. And we, I was like, okay, not. I really, that's an avenue that I can take since, since Big Bro, since Joshua invited me and, and, and you guys, you know, gave the okay. I'm like, man, let's go because... I'm tired of people being BS'd and sugarcoated. Let's let's get down to it. Let's kick ego. Kick it out the box. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If Taco Bell can think outside the box, why do we try to confine ourselves in our ability? Oh, I'm a liberal. I'm on the left side. No, no, no. I'm, I'm on the right side. Right. No, man. Here's what side I am on, and it is the right side. The side that I'm on is the side of the people. What are we doing for the people? Right. Because, again, Absolutely. universal health care needs to be done now. Mm-hmm. Until I hit the big office, if that's God's will for me, I know right here in, in Los Estados de Indiana, for my Dominican family that's listening in and my Puerto Rican family that's listening tonight, um, I want to change the dynamic and completely rebuild a state. I don't want Indiana to be the state that works. I want Indiana to be the state that is working, ING, continually. Right. Let's not just work. Let's work continually. Right. Now, uh, we're running out of, uh, out of time a little bit, but before we go, um, of course, we got a big one coming up in November. Yes, sir. Uh, give me your take on that. It matters more now than it ever did. Um, I know people say, oh, man, I don't vote. I don't want to vote. But I encourage people, man. And I know people like, man, but my, man, it ain't changing. You know what? And I tell people, you're right, because it takes us from within. You said it earlier, John. We have to do something. It has to start within us. And we have to exercise our vote, man. People got beat in the head, died just so I can have a right as an African-American or melanated man in this country to vote, to exercise my ability as a human being to vote. And so this November, I need people to go out and do like they did uh, on June the 2nd. Uh, write my name in and take pictures like they did. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you're a write-in candidate? Man, literally, people wrote my name. I didn't have enough signatures at that time. People wrote my name in on the ballot. Um, and took pictures of it and put it in the machine and wrote it. So listen, if you feel that Lamont Gideon can be, and I should be, and I will be your future governor, write me in, man. Show the people. That's how you restore power to the people. Exercise your right to vote. Make the decision of who you want because I am here for the people, by the people. Ain't that the Constitution? Like, if it ain't for the people, if it's not by the people, then what are we talking about? Right, right. Well, I'm going to tell you, man, I I definitely love your energy. Um, And and I think you have that mentality where there, where, where, where you're just going to keep grinding. Yes, sir. You know, and, until you make it happen, and and I hope you do. I've been you know? taking notes. I've been listening to the, I listen to the people, but not only have I been listening, Big Bro, I have been literally applying what they said because mm-hmm. that's my job, man. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be your leader, and you're actually trusting me to be the leader, Michelle. I'm actually applying what they said. I've been taking notes. I got this little red Coca-Cola thing. I call it my Coca-Cola diary or my Coca-Cola Bible. I got notes, man, where 17-year-olds that are going to be old enough to vote and their parents let them sign, you know, my petition. Like, I need my first-time voters to know we need, not just me, 
we need your voice. We need your, you're the power. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are the power. Right. The power is in the people. That, that's my job. That's how I want to restore that, man. This is a, coming up in November, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, this will change the dynamic of the next 20 to 30 years in this country. And we can, we can do it together as one. We can do it together as a people. Okay. Most definitely. Right. Well, unfortunately, we are running out of time. But I just want to tell you, man, um, you can use this platform here at the Human Door at any time that you need to to get that um, that message across because that's why we're here. Yes, sir. You know, we're, we're here to bring people together. We're, we're here to let the community know, you know, who's here and what they're out there doing to make this place better. Um, and, and I think um, just by listening to you, I can feel your passion. And uh, if there's anything that we can do here at Yasagar, the Human Door, uh, to help you, get that message across, uh, we definitely want to do that for you. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Not a problem. Congratulations. Ah, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Most definitely. Thank you, Michelle. All right, everybody. Our um, governor. Our future governor. I like that. I like that. How did you say that? Governor, what is it? Uh, governor Dean. Governor, governor Dean. In, in the, the building. Our, our Tupac quoting governor. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> First governor ever to quote Tupac. That's right. <laughs> Dear mama. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, hey, once Please again. don't get him started. Don't get okay. me started. Okay. Once you again. appreciate it. Hey. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank you for listening to another rendition of The Human Door brought to you by Yasagara. Once again, we are here at Cosmo Nights 3338 North Illinois every Wednesday. North Illinois. And we are also on the Amplify Network. And uh, we want to say goodnight to everyone. And before we do that, you know what we got to do, y'all. We got to put some smoke in the air. Mm.